Cod Warehouse. 38,000 square feet of cod for cod enthusiasts. Wild cod, farm-raised cod, plant-based cod, cod supplements, all the cods. Cod Willing. Cod Warehouse. The largest selection of cod in the Northern Hemisphere and probably the Southern Hemisphere. Except don't go down there because their winter is backwards. Cod Warehouse. Find out why CNN's Anderson Cooper called Cod Warehouse the greatest cod-centric shopping experience of his lifetime. Join the Cod Club bonus program and get rewarded with cod if you buy lots of cod. In the mood for salmon? You'll be sorely disappointed at Cod Warehouse, winner of Cod Magazine's Best of Cod Award. Ten years running. Sign up for the Cod Warehouse Master Cod and get 30% off your first purchase. Every morning at 7.30, join us as we raise the flag and sing Cod Bless America. You won't find a better selection or better prices anywhere else as long as you're looking for Cod. Cod Warehouse. Open seven days a week on Ellison Boulevard next to Klamschwitz. You're listening to Questionable Material with Jack and Brian, a mostly improvised podcast produced in New York by Jack Helmuth and Brian Sack. QMPodcast.com. Hello, Jim's Jim. Hi, Jim. Um, is this Jim? This is Jim. Um, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not interested in who I'm speaking to. Is this the gym? This is Jim's gym. Yes. Great. Um, I'm looking for a good local workout place. Well, you found it in Jim's gym. I can tell you that. Oh, that's that's just great. You know, I, I, it's been a while since I've been to a, a gym because of the pandemic. You know, just trying to stay of away course. from people. Yeah. So I was wondering. Um, I think I'm finally ready to go back and I was wondering about uh, some of the features that you guys may, uh, may offer. I imagine some things have changed uh, over the course of the, you know, two years uh, of the pandemic. Oh, there have been some certain changes. Yeah. We, uh, we, we originally, we had, um, those r- things you run on. What? Yeah. It's a treadmill. Yeah. We had a lot of those. We had about 30 of those. Yeah. We I love had those. The things- the things that you lie down on and you push up the heavy, uh, heavy thing. We had like, we had several stations of that. Uh, for like a weights. Yeah. Those. Yep. We got those or had them. Uh-huh. We had oh, those for what? sure. And, um, well, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of, what is that stuff? Uh, that it's like foamy. So you can actually like exercise on it. It doesn't hurt you. You know, when you lie on the ground and you're doing those things where you kind of bend over and it makes your, the middle of your stomach feel sore. Uh, I, I don't know, mats for sit-ups. That sounds about right. So, you know, yeah, that, that was something you had back then that, in that we call it in the pre-COVID days. Okay. And, you know, now we're in, we're in post-COVID days, kind of, not really, but yes. I mean, it just depends on the news cycle, but you know, COVID's over or not, but, um, it looks to be, uh, it's a different kind of gymscape. That's what I'm calling it. A gymscape, you know, mm-hmm. cause it's like landscape, but you replace land with the word gym and gym. Oh, so, so if you're standing yeah. there oh, you're looking out at, Oh, let's say you're standing in the, in the doorway that enters into your gym. That's, and you kind of a uh, surveying it. That's your gymscape. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, well, uh, thank you for explaining gymscape. Um, I, I'm, can, I'm, confused, I guess, curious about some of the changes that you've made. Um, cause a lot of the things that you mentioned are the reasons I go to the gym. I love to use yeah. the treadmill to do my cardio. I love to, uh, lift weights to, you know, keep my, you know, my body nice and, and strong. Uh, I like to do sit-ups to work on my, uh, abs. 
So I'm wondering, do you, do you like the bicycle that doesn't go anywhere? Yes. Yes. We used to have those. <laughs> well, shoot. I mean, I, okay. What happened to all of these things? Well, this is what happened, to be honest. The pandemic really shut down everything. They told people sure. they couldn't come to the gym and exercise. And so we still had to pay rent. Mm -hmm. And because um, the CDC hadn't yet interceded as the Centers for Disease Control normally does with rent uh, relations. Mm -hmm. And so we had to pay rent and the money started getting short. And, uh, and so we started selling things off like the thing you run on and the bright, the That's bike that doesn't go anywhere yeah, and that bike. thing, the heavy stick with the things. Yeah, and, and, you know, over time we, we sold out is what we did. We, and, but you know what? I looked at it as a, as a different approach to gym. Okay. Here's my question. What is left at Jim's gym to work at? Because I want to know if I'm going to pay, what's your monthly fee again? We, uh, there are three different tiers, uh, but the basic tier is $59.99 a month. Ooh, okay. But, you know, if you want, you can pay 60 a month and we give it an extra penny to charity. Okay. Yeah, I don't, uh, sure. I, I don't really care either way, but sure, that'd be lovely. Um, that's tier one. What are the other two tiers? Tier two is $60 a month. <laughs> so it's the exact same cost as tier one? No, it's different. It's a penny, penny more. Oh, I see. Okay. So there's the $59 tier, $59.99. Then there's the $60 tier with the penny going to charity. Yes. Um, and do you get the same, uh, same features for your membership as tier one? So far you do. Okay. <laughs> what Good. we're trying to do, we're managing expectations. Cause right now tier one and tier two are pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. We don't want someone to sign up for tier two thinking they're going to get better things than tier one. So right yep. now it's, it's a penny more as we work out the extra things you'll get as a tier two member. Okay. And then how about tier three? Tier three is $899 and 99 cents. <laughs> Good Lord per month. No, 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 not per month. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh no, it is. It is. <laughs> are you, are you just making this up as you go? No, no. It's on my spreadsheet right here. What do you get in the $899 uh, package? The same thing as tier one and tier two, but we will toss in a one-way ticket on Southwest Airlines, anywhere you want to go. <laughs> so you get a free airline ticket with <laughs> your $899 tier? Yep. Okay. I mean, is there a, a better airline we could use or do you have some sort of deal with Southwest? We have a deal with Southwest. Because they're okay. the only airline that agrees that uh, you shouldn't have vaccine mandates. Okay. And that's pretty much how I base my business model now. Uh, yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> okay. So, so it's okay. So to break this down, tier three, $899.99. Nothing goes to charity. Mm -hmm. You get gym membership at Jim's gym mm -hmm. and you get a, a free airline ticket. Anything else? One way. <laughs> <laughs> aren't you driving your customers away if you send them to, on one-way plane tickets mm. well you assume they're going to come back don't you well you would assume so but <laughs> for what they're paying for the gym i'm sure they're going to come back as soon as possible i would i wouldn't take family vacations anymore yeah i mean it's expensive i understand but you know you get 
you get all the perks. Yeah, all the perks. Um, okay. Uh, and, and, and so again, I need to sort of understand what is inside your gym now. If we don't have the treadmills, if we don't have any of those, uh, those things pre COVID exercise bikes and, and whatnot weights, what do you have in your gym to work out with? Well, obviously we have a lot of space. Sure. So if you're the kind of person who works out and likes to spin your arms around or just do crazy kicking, stuff like that, you don't need to worry about hitting anybody. You can do mm-hmm. jumping jacks blindfolded if you want. Uh, you can, you can jog. You're pretty, I mean, you know, it's wide open, but of course we do, you know, people come in, they expect weights, right? Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, we sold our weights. I get it. You want weights. Well, there are lots of things that are heavy. Mm-hmm. And you go to your local landfill and you'd be surprised. There's a stack of air conditioning units there, window AC units of varying sizes. Mm-hmm. And they're free. Mm-hmm. So you pick those up, you throw them in the back of your pickup truck, you drive it to Jim's gym and you unload them with the help of some friends. <laughs> and so we have a stack of AC units and they vary right. in size. There's a small unit. And there's a very large unit, whatever you want, you pick it up, you get under it and you just kind of push it up away from you. But when these have like, you know, coolant leaks or, or uh, be, be rusted, be you get tetanus. Well, you say coolant leak and I say sweat reducer. <laughs> so you think about it, you know, you're lying on your back on the concrete uh-huh. and you're pushing up an AC unit that's very heavy and you're sweating like crazy, right? Especially yeah. if you haven't been to the gym in a while. Sure. So you're sweating and then suddenly coolant drips out onto your forehead, maybe your eyes. Refreshing. You're cooler by virtue of it being coolant. You're the coolie. <laughs> is that what you call a, a recipient of coolness is a coolie? Anyone in our gym who has coolant drip out of the AC unit weights is a coolie for sure. Okay. And not coolie Michael Jackson's choreographer. I'm talking about coolie <laughs> with two E's. Right. No, I, I, I get it. And, and you mentioned lifting weights on the concrete. Did you sell your carpeting? Uh, we never had carpeting. We had mats. Okay. So you just sold all your mats. Very successfully. <laughs> well, I'm happy for that. Um, so gosh, so, so basically what you're selling me is, um, is an open space, basically a warehouse space with, um, a broken down, rusted out, leaky air conditioning units to deadlift. Am I, do I basically have that right? We have bikes. Oh, you have, uh, you have stationary bikes. You do. Well, they're stationary. If, if you have a partner, hold them. So what you do, (laughs) it's like a buddy system. So you get on the bike, your partner stands Uh behind you and holds on to the the back of it. And you try Mm -hmm. to pedal away. And what that (laughs) does, that gives him strength resistance. Yep. And that gives you a, a big cardio workout. What happens if you break free from, from it? You run into a pile of AC units. <laughs> so Brian, how are you? Jack, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I, I hope you enjoyed your, um, your little birthday surprise. I did enjoy my birthday surprise. I'm glad. So, uh, my, my wife and Brian's wife, uh, threw him a little birthday party on, on the roof of their uh, apartment building. And yep. my wife, Betsy and I came to, um, came to the, to the party as a little bit of a surprise. It was a surprise. Cause you know, you're not, you're not really, you know, you're kind of out in the suburbia 
area of New York. And so when I invited you, I figured you wouldn't make it. Mm -hmm. And then there I am standing next to cubes of cheese. (laughs) And I look over and there you are coming through the door. I I was tickled. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad. Well, I mean, to, to be just completely honest with you, um, it was my cube of cheese radar and I, you happened to be there. What a lucky coincidence then. Yeah, it really was. You'll notice when the cubes of cheese uh, were done, I left the party. Well, you also finished off the pigs in a blanket. Those were really good. And maybe and, even a whole beer. Yeah, I had a whole, I had a whole beer. Wow. That's a lot of drinking for me. My goodness. Well, I had to drive. What, um, what were some of the other big surprises from your birthday party? I, we looked up in the sky. Yep. And there was a plane. I remember there's a small a single engine craft. And then you see the back of the plane open up the back door. There's a side door there. <laughs> and this person jumps out and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And, and then they're falling and then they, their parachute opens up yep. and they very skillfully just kind of circle around, circle around and land right on the rooftop where we were in this, our building yep. lands right in front of me. And he, Asked me, are you Brian Sack? And I said, yes, I am. And he hands me an envelope from the AARP. <laughs> and invites me to become a member. <laughs> That's a big surprise. It was really dramatic. It was very, I mean, it was very impressive. And I'm still yeah. not joining them. But I refuse to join them because I don't want to acknowledge that I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. I don't feel older. Right, right, right. I, I think I look less older than a lot of my friends. I know you think that. Or maybe I'm delusional. You could be. That's a sign of age. The other sign of age is standing in your shower <laughs> with a crock pot asking where the chef is. <laughs> Did that happen to you on your birthday? Not on my birthday. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> and the answer is the chef is not there. And what's in the crock pot? My pillows. <laughs> oh, Brian, you're, you're going to be okay, buddy. That's what my wife said. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's reassuring. Now you said, um, now I, I had already left for this, but you said your kids had a big surprise for you with like some sort of big sign or banner or something that they unveiled. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit of a surprise to me. Um, mm-hmm. They, you know, they came up and they had a banner and they opened it up and it said, we love you, daddy. That's awesome. And I kind of teared up Yeah, and, you know, and I smiled and then they just kept looking over to a gentleman who was standing in the corner <laughs> of the, the roof deck area. Uh, oh, and they just kept looking at him and, and he looked back at them and he just, he nodded mm-hmm. and gave them a thumbs up. And I don't know who this mystery man was, uh-huh. but, but, he has the same cowlick that both my sons have. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, huh. well, that's a neat, that's really sweet that they did that. I love that they did that. It's just, you know, they, they devoted the time to, it was very intricate and said, you know, we just, we love you. And it, it had a, uh, an Armenian flag <laughs> for some <laughs> you're, reason. You're not Armenian though. No, no. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I come from uh, Irish, English, Lithuanian, Latvian uh, bloodlines. Yeah. Were any of those flags uh, uh, represented on the uh, I Love You Daddy banner? No, uh, oddly enough, just Armenia. 
Huh. And uh, whatever, but I didn't let it get to you. I didn't want to correct them and be like, hey guys, you got the flag wrong, you know? So I just, I just, you know, took some pictures with them. And then that gentleman, um, Mr. Oblarian uh, had to leave. (laughs) And uh, so I, you know, said goodbye, thanked him for coming by. Don't know who he is. Not really a friend. Right. (laughs) What's his name again? Mr. Oblarian? Ablarian. It's a, it's an Armenian name. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, again, that's sweet. I, I, I love, you know, I love your boys and I, I love that they, they did that. Um, yeah. now you, you said your, um, your, your downstairs neighbor from you came up to the party and had a, a, a giant box for you. I, I, and again, I, I left before you opened presents, um, a giant wrapped box and was dying to know what was inside the box. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it was, he, he comes out with this big wrapped box. Yeah. You could barely get through the doorway. Oh man. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is the biggest present I've received all evening. Yeah. And then he rolls it onto the roof deck. Okay. And he brushes by the AARP guy who was still hanging out because he loves kids <laughs> in a blanket. <laughs> he just stayed for the whole party. He stayed for the whole thing. Jeez. Yeah, who am I? Who, how am I going to kick him? And the guy jumped out of the sky, you know, lands perfectly on our rooftop. Yeah, invites me to join an organization I will never join, <laughs> regardless of discounts. Uh, and so, you know, I, I let him stay. We had, you know, there were plenty of cheese cubes. There were awesome. pigs in a blanket. Um, <laughs> what tasted like pizza, like artsy pizza. Yeah, there was some artsy pizza there. What, uh, what's the 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 ARP guy's name? Stan. Oh, Stan. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're, we're going to be seeing more Stan in your life. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I, as he was leaving, I, I thanked him for coming and said, I never want to see you again. <laughs> that's a nice way to end a party. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's Stan. All right. So Stan is gone. So, all right. So, so tell us about this. So the, your, your neighbor is wheeling in this giant present. Go ahead. Yeah. So he's wheeling in. The giant president, he goes by Stan from AARP, who's really good at his job. I'll be honest. <laughs> Sounds it. And he puts the box down and he stands <laughs> to the side. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, open it, open it, open it. And I start pulling the ribbon from yep. the top. And then the <gasps> four sides of the box just fall over. Yeah, yeah. And, and there, I'm, and I was actually stunned. He gave me five Afghan interpreters. <laughs> what? He got them out. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at these guys and, you know, and they're, they're just glad to be there. They'd never seen pigs in a blanket <laughs> and they couldn't eat them because they're Afghan interpreters. <laughs> Uh-huh. But they they kept saying it looks delicious in perfect English. Yeah, I bet. These guys are very good. <laughs> oh my god. Were they were they old enough for that so they could that Stan could sign them up? Uh no, they're they're I mean, but Stan, you know, he took their names down and said, I'll talk to you guys in about 30 years. Sure, sure. <laughs> the so the only guys, Afghanistan men who uh, will qualify to be that age. That's right. There'll be the few. And so I, um, you know, I, I, I was you know, really pressing myself to determine what I could do with five Afghan interpreters. 
And what have you come up with? I, well, I'm an Afghan version of questionable material. <laughs> Wait, you're spinning off our show? Yeah, uh, in into Pashtun. <laughs> A couple of downsides. Well, okay, yeah. Let's let's go through that. What are the downsides? Well, uh, comedy's forbidden. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a problem for our show. Uh, the internet's kind of hinky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hear they don't have great Wi-Fi. It's it's all four G. It's really bad. Yep. And a lot of the jokes don't translate. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. um, you know, um, you know, what? Well, how, how would our our joke translate? Um, let me see if I can think of one re- uh, from recently. Um, our, our bits where you you read obituaries, right? Where yeah. you write an obituary and you basically you try to get me to laugh. How would that sort of translate into um you know, into the Afghanistan culture. Well, I mean, they, they, they find death hilarious. <laughs> so that actually would probably be the best bit. Yeah, that would, that would be a killer bit. <laughs> They'd be like, Oh, he's in a better place. He's in a much better place. <laughs> That's right. They really believe that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, all right. So, so you, your wife must not have been thrilled. All of a sudden you've got five mouths to feed. <laughs> yeah. And, Ooh. you know, she, you could see that, you know, she was kind of watching them circling the table with the cheese cubes. Yeah. And she was, she was, you know, keeping an eye on them. She said, thank you for, for helping us for 20 years. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm going to take, I'm, I hate to be like our president. Mm-hmm. But you can't have any of this. <laughs> okay. I don't think you deserve it. Uh, you know what? It's consistent. That's why, that's why I, I think it's good. So, I mean, if you need anything translated, if anybody, any listeners need some translation, uh, these guys are great. They're, they're itching to go. Mm-hmm. They, they got their work visas. <laughs> and um, they're available. They're on Fiverr. <laughs> well, it's, it's a strange gift i'll be honest with you yeah it was weird but that's my what? neighbor that's your that's your and what does your neighbor do again he's harmed karzai <laughs> <laughs> wow oh my gosh that's i forgot about him i forgot that he was downstairs yeah <laughs> you'd think that guy could do better than the second floor of an apartment yeah, that's, I mean, it's weird. And he, 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 every time I see him in the hallway, he's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so Brian, the, the, the big news from last week is still on my mind. I can't stop thinking about it. We got an actual honest to God, not a, doing a bit sponsor. We did. We got our first sponsor, Jack, Manscaped. <sighs> Love them. It's, it's very nice of them. It's really great. We are a sponsored podcast. We've, we've, we've taken it to the next level. And, you know, I wanted to show them that I'm a, I'm a good little, uh, sponsee. <laughs> and so I, I was like, Oh, what, you know, what can I do? Uh, you know, I, we should really, you know, cause the thing is they, they need you to, they need to sell these things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why someone sponsors the thing. Yeah. So they, you know, so I wanted to help them say, and I thought, what what better way to sell the the manscaped lawnmower 4.0 yep and with testimonials jack 
Oh, that's smart. But I thought last week we did, I did a testimonial. No one wants to hear from me again. It's true. I, we've gotten they a lot wanna, of that feedback. Exactly. They want to hear from somebody else. So I got my wife to do a testimonial, Jack. Oh, that's awesome. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Because she's an expert. She is. Now, I, now we should probably um, let people know before we play it that um, you, this is, is this actually your wife or is it an actress? It's my wife. So this is actually your wife. So she, and she is in uh, a Polish, uh, originally from Poland. She was born in Poland. She grew up under the communism, Jack. Under the communism. Yes, I've heard her talk about that. So, um, okay, so I guess that's awesome. Um, let's play it. Take it away. Before my husband have manscaped lawnmower for grooming of pubics and man testicles, I do not sex him. Every day he says he won't make sex and I cry and tell him, no, I not sex you. Why? Because he have big forest in pants and like communism, I do not like. I tell him, please place pants back on. I feel sad because seeing his pubic forest was not worth my green card. But now he have manscaped and his testicles are like baby bottom. So smooth. Now I can sex him just like the pool boy Javier. Thank you, manscaped.com. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> she was great. She did great. You tell her, tell her that I think she did a great job. So if our, our listeners go to manscaped.com mm -hmm. and they use the, uh, the checkout code QM, that's Q okay. as in questionable, M as in Michael, <laughs> then they get 20% off their Manscaped products and free worldwide shipping. Wait, whoa, 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 anywhere in the world? That's what they say, but it also makes me wonder. If I went to the Democratic Republic of Congo, <laughs> which is not particularly democratic, <laughs> but is a republic, yeah. but is in the center of Africa. Yep. And if I ordered the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, would they ship it to me for free with the checkout code QM, uh, questionable for Q? And missile for M, would they <laughs> ship it for free or would they be like, oh, wait a second. We didn't expect someone from the Congo to yeah. order the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. And I, my response would be, well, wait a second. I'm in the bush. <laughs> Not anymore. Thanks to Manscaped. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, they would, there's no doubt about it. They would lose money. Shipping to the Congo. That's a money loser. That is a money loser shipping to the Congo. I think it would be very prohibitively expensive. Yep. And I'm, I'm asking people to not challenge this, this model. Do mm -hmm. not see if they would actually ship it to Congo or Mali <laughs> or Chad. <laughs> but it's tempting to, to find out. I mean, Diego is. Garcia. Yeah. The Falklands. <laughs> would they ship to the Falklands? I, or the Malvinas, if you're from Argentina. I don't right. know. I don't know. Awesome. But there are sponsor Jack. God, and I love them. Well, it's great that you got a, um, it's great that you got a testimonial for that. That's amazing. Thank you, Jack. And I've got a second testimonial, Jack. Oh, that's amazing. That's so great. Yeah. Who'd you get? Your wife. Oh, yay, Betsy. And, so, and this is really going to, you really got my wife to do this? I absolutely did. Yes. And so this is, oh, yay. Oh, I want to hear Betsy. Uh, okay, that's great. 
Take it away, boys. Hi, my name's Betsy, and I want to talk to you about the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'd been conditioned to accept my husband's hideously unkempt nether region, even though it made me nether want to see him naked. It resembled the floor of a barbershop at the end of a free hippie haircut day. Even Chewbacca thought it was over the top. But then I saw Brian's twig and berries and I realized there was hope after all. Brian's masculine testicles were smooth to the touch like the floor of a bowling lane. His penis was more pronounced than usual thanks to the skin safe trimming action of the lawnmower 4.0. Now I can't wait for my husband to use his manscaped lawnmower 4.0 to rid himself of his Ewok misadventure. I'll finally be able to say, is that your penis? Thank you, Manscaped, for giving me hope. And thank you to Brian's wife for the pool boy recommendation. Javier did a really great job of skimming my pool and also maintaining the thing my family and I swim in. Um, yep, that was her. So if you go to manscaped.com and use the checkout code QM, that's Q as in Quebec, M as in material, then you will get 20% off. 20% off uh, the whole Manscaped thingy and worldwide shipping for free. Unless you're in the Congo, let's be honest. Who cares anymore? Manscaped.com, Jack, QM. Checkout code. <sighs> you look sad. Yeah, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, Jack. Okay. Um, thank you for starting this off, uh, this new segment in a really uh, not weird way. Yep. That's my thing. Check it out. <laughs> Perfect. So, you know, we haven't talked about this in a while, but you are, as our longtime listeners will know, a prolific inventor. Yeah. Well, I love inventing. You know, there's, I'm a tinkerer. I like to tinker. How many patents do you, uh, what's your patent count at right now? I, I, uh, I want to say 403. Nice. That's but I have a patent on a device that would remind me how many patents I've actually filed, but it hasn't gone through yet. So I haven't made it. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a smart patent to have. So I was wondering, so I, I have a list here of some of the, um, you know, cause I got a, I got a guy down at the patent office um, and he, you know, he, so I, I had him run your name and I have some of your most recent inventions that you've put patents in for. I was wondering if you could maybe tell us about what the inventions are and, and you know, what they do, that sort of stuff. Sure. Are you talking about Patent Oswald? <laughs> oh, that's great. You got a patent on great original material. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but I was wondering if we could talk about some of your other actual inventions. Yes. Oh, wonderful. So uh, the first one here on my list is um, it's called uh, Santa Trap. Santa Trap. Yep. Uh, so Santa Trap yep. is. It's a trap designed to capture Santa because what's the big question facing children today? Yeah. Is Santa Claus real? No, no. It's how many genders are there and which one am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I guess my kids are asking different questions. Well, you know, your kids are a little different. Um, <laughs> so the second biggest question is, is Santa a real? Yeah. Does Santa exist? And I thought, okay, well, why don't we try to find out? Yep. So that's smart. 
Yeah. So obviously Santa, you know, he comes down the chimney. Mm -hmm. You don't have a chimney. You live in an apartment in New York. You maybe tell the kids he comes through the window. Yeah. You know, if you're chimneyless, <laughs> chimney deprived. <laughs> in a uh, chimney then, desert? In a chimney desert. Yep. Then you, you come through the window. Mm -hmm. So the Santa trap is designed to go wherever you think Santa is going to enter your domicile. Okay, got it. <laughs> now, we also know that bear traps have incredible force. Yeah. So, I mean, you, uh, a bear trap is going to maim Santa. Absolutely. <laughs> it's really going to, you don't want to, the last thing you want to do is the kids come down in the morning and there's Santa, you know, unconscious with pain or dead, having bled out a bag of toys lying there. Uh, it's a confusing scene for the children. It's, right. it's you know, as, as confusing as the whole gender thing. <laughs> yeah, daddy, am I, I have a penis. Am I a girl? What is that? Why is he, is he bleeding? Is Santa okay? That kind of stuff. <laughs> right. So it's really, you know, so I, my point in this invention was I, I do not want to maim or kill Santa Claus. That's nice. First, you know, he's got a busy night ahead of him. Yeah. A lot of houses to get to. So how can the Santa trap capture Santa Claus without hurting him? Yeah. Permanently hurting him. Yeah. Yes. So the Santa trap is actually a young girl named Veronica. <laughs> you hit the microphone. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> so Veronica has beautiful blue eyes. Uh-huh. And when Santa comes through the window or the chimney, mm -hmm. she's sitting there and she says, oh my goodness, Santa. And he'll be a little shocked and she'll be like, Santa, I'm suicidal. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. I thought it'd be a sex trap. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no. No, she's too young for that. Okay. And she's holding a small caliber pistol in her hand. <laughs> Jesus. And she's sitting on a little toy chair. <laughs> and she says, talk to me, Santa. Uh -huh. And her job basically is to keep him busy. Mm -hmm. Talking until the actual kids who live there come into the room and see Santa Claus. <sighs> And of course, there's only one Santa trap you can make. Right. There's only one Veronica. I see. So you're telling your potential customers, um, there's only one in stock. Get it before it's gone. And at some point, someone's going to be the lucky one who has the Santa trap. Now, wouldn't that shake up Veronica, who I assume is boxed? Yeah, it literally does. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, cause she's inside of, of the box with a small toy chair and a small caliber pistol. Now she's been trained. She knows not to discharge it. Uh huh. <laughs> she has very good trigger discipline for a seven year old. That's great. But, um, yeah, she does. Will she get jostled a bit? That's really up to you crowds. Uh huh. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Yeah. Um, and, and last, last question about this, what the patent is usually on uh, a, a uniqueness to a device. Like let's say it's a, a takeout container that, you know, ha- opens a certain way and you have the patent on all takeout containers that open in that way. What is your patent on in this exactly? There's, there are very few seven-year-olds who can threaten Santa <laughs> Claus with a small caliber pistol. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, that, and, that answers my question. And she's been directed, you know, if, if he's not buying the, the, I'm feeling suicidal thing, she will actually just point the pistol out of and say, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Holy God. Very well trained. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's worth the money. And, and how, how much, uh, how much does that go for? Are you thinking? A dollar 99. I don't know how to price things. <laughs> That, that's like shipping <laughs> like a <laughs> manscape to the Congo. That's, that's a, you're not gonna, it's going to cost you more money than a dollar 99 to train a seven year old. What about 59 99? And then if you want, I'll kick a penny to the charity of your choice. Yeah, no, I mean, you're moving in the right direction, but all right, we'll offline that. Yeah. You're not good at pricing things. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, your next uh, invention here that I see on the list uh, is called helicopter for dogs. What? What? Yep. What? I, I know you you have a new dog, uh, and so that's it must be on your mind. I guess yeah. why? Why and what? My dog, like many dogs, chases cats. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my big concerns is, is that cats have a natural ability to evade dogs. Yeah. Dog comes after them. The the cat can kind of scramble up a tree. Yep. And the dog copter kind of evens the playing field. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So a dog is chasing a cat through a yard. Cat races up the tree. Yeah. And so the dog thinks itself, (laughs) I've got to (laughs) mount up in my helicopter and get up into that tree. That's the thing. In the olden times, the dog would sit there and just bark, 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 bark. The cat just looking down mm-hmm. at him, scowling, especially if it's a Peking geese. And, and then the dog's going to give up and go home. Mm-hmm. No trophy. Empty. Yep. With a dog copter, which I used to call the dog <laughs> The dog goes, straps himself in mm-hmm. or herself, barks five times to activate the engine <laughs> and then finds itself on an equal footing with this cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I understand. I, 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 theoretically, I guess I understand uh, a helicopter that is activated like a clapper uh, with a five barks to ignite the engine, but I don't quite understand how the dog actually um, gets around. Well, it goes up in the air, the dog yep. copter. Sure. Um, and then the dog copter approaches the tree that has the cat in it. <laughs> now, of course, helicopters have rotors. The rotor is going to strike the tree. <laughs> That's going to scare the crap out of the cat. The cat's going to vacate the tree and start bolting, at which time the dog can now lower the helicopter and then dismount and chase the cat again. 
Okay. Wouldn't, wouldn't the impact of the blades to the tree send the helicopter into a fiery tailspin? That is what the pile of deceased dogs would tell you near my <laughs> testing grounds. Gosh, you hate to see that. I do. But yeah, it's not perfect. There is the occasional uh, rotor hitting a, a, a rather thick piece of wood and which sends the, the copter into some kind of crazy <laughs> cartwheel that does result in a fiery explosion. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. I mean, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds sad. It, 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 it's just to say, you know, no one wants to see that. No one wants to see their dog in a <laughs> helicopter contraption, basically cartwheeling and exploding. And nobody likes that. Um, nobody normal likes that. Right. I mean, is there probably a Reddit subgroup dedicated to it? Maybe. <laughs> okay. But most people don't care for that. Yeah. I imagine that's true. They, love their pets. they don't, they love their pets. They, they don't want their pets kidnapped and, and placed into a helicopter uh, yeah. to experiment with rotor size. They don't want that. I, I understand that. I wouldn't want that to happen to my dog. <laughs> yeah. You love your dog. That's why you didn't test it on him. Exactly. I'm waiting for this thing to be perfected. And I think anybody can understand that except for the people standing outside my property. <laughs> How are you going to price that? What's the, what's the MSRP on that? I'm thinking a dollar 99. <laughs> oh God, you're terrible at this. You're the worst. Hey Brian, you know, you know why I'm excited? I don't know why you're excited. Would you like to know? Um, please say can yes. Can I sleep on this or can I? Nah, it's kind of one of those things I'm going to need an answer now. Fine. Uh, yeah. Why are you excited? Ah, cool. Um, because today we have an interview and we haven't done an interview in a Ooh. long time. We used to do interviews a lot in the early uh, days of the show. Um, yep. Usually where we get some, you know, a big person from, you know, from the world stage, come on and, and talk to us on the show. And today uh, we certainly have that. We have Habutala Akunzada, who is, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Is not. The, um, the, I'm not? No. Hibatula. Hibatula. Okay, yeah. so so you know him. It's the it's the it's the um the the supreme leader of the Taliban, the, the new supreme leader, the supreme commander. Supreme, yeah, it's the head of the Taliban, Hibatullah Akunzada or Akunzada. Yeah, and he yeah, and he's agreed to come on the show. No kidding, really? Yeah, I guess you know, I I I, I guess we are kind of big, you know, uh, you know, we joked about it earlier, but I, I guess we are reaching some people out there, and he, he agreed to be on the show to talk about how um things are changing with the Taliban, how you know this is like the Taliban 2.0. It is. The media has been talking about that. This is a this is a kinder, gentler Taliban. They're telling us. Yeah, from what we're hearing, they're just great guys. So um, so why don't we uh, have him on? Uh, let's definitely have him on. I uh, okay okay. And like I said, he's the supreme leader. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is that? There's a lot of people. Is that, is that inside no. your place? Yeah, they're, they're kind of gathering outside. Oh. Oh, my. Like at a street party or something? No, I, it's, it's true. Oh my God, there's an effigy of me. Oh, my God. What is in the placards? Hold on, I can't. I need my glasses. 
No, what actually, did the placard I'm, say? I'm actually farsighted, so I don't need <laughs> I don't need glasses. Uh, the, down with Brian. Oh my God, Brian is the worst. Cancel Brian. Did you like? Did you like? You know, murder someone or? Uh, I can't think of anything. I, all I did, I mean, I, I was on Twitter yesterday and I said, I stand with JK Rowling. Oh, oh, well, that, well, that's it right there. But she was just like a woman defending women. No, no, I know. And she has, um, you know, probably some of the most liberal beliefs you could ever want to hear, but she's, um, she's the, she's worse than Sean Hannity. Well, you know what? I need to go and apologize to this Twitter mob because <laughs> as we all know, when you apologize to a Twitter mob, they are very, very forgiving, Jack. Brian, no, please don't leave. Please don't. It won't go well. I'm sorry for what I did. Please forgive me. You hate to see someone canceled like that, but you, I mean, in the mob's defense, you can't, you can't defend someone with, you know, mainstream beliefs like that. And that's just wrong. Um, well, we'll see what our first guest has to say about all that. Um, I, I would love to welcome the Supreme Leader of the Taliban 2.0, uh, Habatula Akinzada. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Shakram. It, <laughs> it, it's our pleasure. Well, my pleasure. My, my co-host isn't here anymore. Well, that is unfortunate, Jack. I would love to spread the message of love and peace with another person. Oh, how lovely. So, well, let's get right into that. Let's talk about, you know, because here in America, the image of the Taliban is probably not uh, all that great. It is probably, um, you probably have poor approval ratings. So what is it um, you would like to tell people about your new message? Jack, I, I realized that, uh, 20 years ago, uh, the Taliban had a bad reputation. There was a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. People change, Jack. People That's true. change. Okay. need to be forgiving. Yeah. Well, now we're allies with Germany. That's a perfect example. You are. <laughs> we would have been uh -huh. certainly would have rooted them on. Oh yes, more please <laughs> do that thing you do. <laughs> sure, yeah, but so so maybe we can find common ground. So so what are what are some of your new um you know more more uh, Taliban two peaceful uh, initiatives? Well, uh, we want to keep women safe. Of course, that's one of our biggest priorities. Mm, okay. You know, women are in danger constantly, especially yeah. in Afghanistan, Pakistan, all the stands, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and so we want to keep them safe. So what's the best way to keep them safe? Keep uh, them home. Um, when you're home, you are safe. What happens when you're home and you go out in the backyard and the sun hits you? You could get skin cancer. So you cover up from top to bottom. Yeah, that feels kind of, you know, over here, that feels like a little bit repressive. Like um, you're forcing women to, to wear clothes that would not be um, uh, particularly comfortable. That's not my concern, Jack, because I'm not a woman. So the woman is at home. She's safe and sound waiting for 
the be head of household to come home. <laughs> the the the, be, uh, the the head of household. What did I say? Uh, you said the behead of household. Uh, Freudian slipjack. No, that's quite all right. We, you know, I, I get your nervous. This is probably one of your first podcasts. It is. So, uh, so the head of household, he wants, he has a busy day at work, maybe, uh, executing a comedian in the middle of the street <laughs> or a magician or someone who's playing music, Jack. And so uh-huh. he's, he's very uh, hardworking. And then he comes home and he wants to relax and all he wants to do is demand that his wife have sex with him. <laughs> uh-huh. And that is not possible, Jack, if she is out and about doing her thing, as they say in the West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I Yes, that uh, everything you said uh, ma- uh, makes sense. It's true. Um, okay, so that's sort of your stance on women. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that the American press likes to pick up a lot is um, that women aren't allowed to drive in many uh, countries such as yours. Um, yes. is, that a, is that something you're addressing as the Taliban 2.0? Well, yes, of course, Jack. This is, again, for their safety, to protect the women, Jack. Okay. Don't let them drive. Why? Because they're not very good at it, Jack. But they are very good at staying home (laughs) and taking care of the head of the household. (laughs) Nice. Way to take your time on that one. Um, So they're safe and secure, Jack. And there they can raise our brood. Raise your brood. So what, what, what is, what are your child, um, your policy on children with the Taliban 2.0? Well, of course, education is very important for boys. Yes. And so we <laughs> want to make sure they go to school. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it, for, but for all children though, right? All the male children, of course. Yes. <laughs> and they will go to their schools and they will learn the ways of Allah. Mm-hmm. And the Sharia law, yeah, and all the important things that have made Afghanistan the country that it is, which is what dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Might you have thirty million, forty million uh, coronavirus vaccines? Uh, we probably do. I, I don't. I um. You know, I, I host one of the biggest comedy uh, podcasts in the world, but I, I'm not really into the sciences or the medical arts. Unfortunate. We're just looking ahead. Okay. Uh, you're anticipating a big breakout? Well, our medical director uh, does not have a medical background, but he did hang four people for singing. What, what did your, your medical director, so basically it would be like uh, your uh, Anthony Fauci, what, what did he um, study in school? The huge. Oh, wait, what's the huge? Allah. <laughs> what's your stance on terrorism? Um, yes. N- wait, what? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted your question. <laughs> I just wanted to know what your stance on terrorism was. Well, define terrorism, Jack. You know, killing uh, innocent people um, to try and sow the seeds of terror to eventually get people to um, do something or change something or give you something you want. Define innocent, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, yeah, that might be that might be a sticking point. Uh, here's what I would like to know: Are, are you going to commit acts of terrorism on the United States and, and her interests, uh, or uh, the good people of Israel? Of what? Uh, Israel. I'm sorry. What is that? <laughs> oh, that's the that's the country where um, our Jewish friends live. Oh, you think it is? Well, I can sure. take you to a local school right now and show you a map that has no Israel on it, Jack. Okay, I, I guess. But is that really Taliban 2.0? Oh, uh, we can always <laughs> invent, look at getting updated maps. Uh-huh. At a later date, but let's see what happens. <laughs> oh God. So uh so uh, anyway, can I get your assurances that you're not gonna conduct uh, acts of terror? When you say acts of terror, I think you are being judgmental, Jack. We are just doing what we are told to do by our very old book written by a warlord. He has a certain perspective on things, Jack. <laughs> And unlike you Christian people, you don't <laughs> seem to be able to uh, incorporate everything. You kind of forget certain passages if it's convenient for you. That's fair. It's fair. I, I would also like to point out right now, you sound a little bit like Cookie Monster. Oh, do I? <laughs> well, Jack, this is the problem. You know, we are... Uh, adherence to a sacred text and unlike you Christian people we don't chop out the naughty bits if you know what I mean yeah I got it I got it and that is why our town square has a homosexual crushing wall <laughs> <laughs> wait a darn minute that doesn't sound very 2.0 to me well we're going by the book Jack and the book says Crush them with a wall, and that's why we have a wall at Homosexual Crushing Wall Square. <laughs> oh, my God, that's where you named it? Well, we want to be honest. Yeah. It's right around the corner from Death to Adulterers Boulevard. <laughs> and that's where um, you, um, you stone men and women who cheat on uh, their spouses? At least the women, yes. <laughs> Well, gosh, it sounds like a really exciting new Taliban. Uh, you know, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing your message of love. I'm so glad we're uh, in business with you and have allowed you to come to power. Thank you, Jack. And I hope to see you very soon. Okay. That, some it got cold in here all of a sudden when you said that. Shakram. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for questionable material with uh, Jack and Brian and... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if this test, maybe, maybe it's a three-way podcast from now on. We'll see. Uh, three-way is punishable by death, Jack. <laughs> In the Taliban 2.0, if someone didn't leave a nice review or, or tell two friends about the podcast, in your country, because in our country, you know, when you do something for free and try to give people a lot of entertainment, it's just sort of nice manners to go out and tell two friends about the funny podcast to, you know, help it grow. In your country, if someone didn't do that, what would happen to those people? Well, you know, you, you start off gentle. So you remove one finger, but not a typing finger, maybe oh. a pinky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you say, maybe you'll review us now. And if they forget, you come back a week later and then you remove a thumb. Uh -huh. And not having an opposable digit is very difficult on a lot of people, Jack. Yeah. 
And then you say, maybe you'd like to review us now. And you cock uh-huh. your head and you raise your eyebrow in a very sinister fashion. Yeah. But friendly. But, but friendly. Yeah. 2.0. If they do not post a review the third time, mm-hmm. well, then you send the, the head of household uh, to take care of them and then go <laughs> home to his lovely sex bride. <laughs> Nothing like a good sex bride. Uh, please include that in your reviews and uh, make sure you tell all your friends about questionable material. Um, thank you so much for listening. Bye, Manscaped. Do you like Manscaped, sir? Listen, uh, we've got the problem. Everyone in Afghanistan has to have a large beard. So in order to prevent uh, someone from accidentally trimming their beard, we have actually forbidden Manscaped from coming to this country. You can't even ship here. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, we'll take that as a challenge. And uh, uh, what what code would they use uh, <laughs> to save 20% off and get free worldwide shipping to everywhere except Afghanistan, sir? Uh, QM, uh, Q as in Quds Force, and M is in Mohammed. We'll see you next week, everybody. Shakram. That was Questionable Material with Jack and Brian. Subscribe on any podcast platform. Watch our clips on YouTube. Visit us at qmpodcast.com. 